Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to our channel. We're offended. You're offended. I'm Kim. This is Tyler. Maybe. So, um, oh, I've right been in. I've been looking. Yeah, I've been looking at. Uh, so, uh, like, there food shortages are on the way. They be coming, right? And price price be spiking. Oh, you know. Oh, so best of both worlds. Got it. Yeah, like if there's uh if there's uh some good news, um people are really gonna learn what rice and beans taste like. <laughs> God. Um so yeah, I wanted to we I've been looking into more uh like the rise in, in food prices and uh shortages and yada yada. So let's uh on this wonderful Friday Let's get everyone's spirit nice and chipper. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, before we get too chipper, though, don't forget to like, subscribe, thumbs up, thumbs down, share, share. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere you want to listen to podcasts, we'll be there, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. So check us oh. out. Yeah, okay, so, um, uh, I can't spell, okay. um, oh, God, dude, I can't spell for shit right now. Why are you trying to spell anyway? You're supposed to be talking. People can't see okay. what you're typing. Okay, so uh, I guess the whole thing kind of kicked off with uh, with an article from CTV. Why is Twitter popping up? Fuck off. Um, I, I actually... Okay, so today, CNN posted on Twitter, like, uh, Don Lemon and, and C. Cuomo, a, like, you know, Chris Cuomo, want to know during thanksgiving how do you avoid fights with your family oh my god and, really <laughs> and i put and i responded thankfully or thanks to cuomo's uh thanks to cuomo's uh um covid policies both my parents are dead so thanksgivings aren't awkward something <laughs> 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 something to that effect well i'll see if i could pull up uh uh, what did I say? Oh, wait. Oh, where's my tweets? Where's my tweets? <laughs> how, do, how do you... So their tweet was, yeah, how do you avoid conflict when sitting down to Thanksgiving? Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo want to hear your tips for an upcoming episode of The Handoff. And I said, I don't have to worry since Cuomo's policies killed my parents. No more awkward Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know, Andrew Cuomo, which is Chris Cuomo's brother, who was the governor of New York, you know, the guy that apparently just couldn't keep his hands off of women, you know, the whole sexual assault allegations that he was going through. But, you know, at least he was taken down. Unfortunately, he wasn't taken down for what he needed to be taken down. Sorry, women. I know, you know, Chris Cuomo or Andrew Cuomo. I get them mixed up. One guy is a fucking prop comic. 
on a shitty news station. The other one is a fucking sexual predator. Remember that whole believe all women thing? You know, that Jeffrey, not Epstein, not Epstein. What the fuck was his name? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. You know, the guy that, yeah, you, you, you want to be a star, don't you, baby? Yeah. That, yeah, that guy. The whole believe all women and all this kind of crap. And, you know, uh, and I've pushed back and I don't, I don't think you should believe all women because, well, you've seen some of the stuff that has come out with, with women uh, completely fabricating stories. Like, uh, like, I don't know. Well, there was quite a few. I remember the Rolling Stone completely fabricated, like totally made up a story. Like none of this that happened in the story actually happened. So I actually lost a lot of respect for the Rolling Stone. They used to be a really good publication, but I guess, yeah, I guess they're not. But so, yeah, um, for anyone that doesn't know, Andrew Cuomo and a couple other uh, governors and actually in, in Quebec too, Francois Legault, um, killed a fuck ton of old people because they were putting COVID positive patients in old care homes. Hmm. Didn't that happen in Canada it, too? Th- that's, that's Quebec. Oh, you know, okay. the, the province that everyone doesn't like. Oh. That's why we don't talk about them. Got it. Yeah, yeah, we don't, yeah. Yeah, I, when that no. whole thing broke about putting po- COVID-positive patients, like young patients in old folks' home to kind of, you know, get them to peace out sooner, that was fucked. That was beyond disgusting. Well, and I... I guess if you want to look as though like people are just a commodity to be used until they're useless and then get rid of them in you know the cheapest way possible, it was a fantastic idea. Why take care of all these old people? They just soak up resources. So let's just you know, oh a little COVID patient here, a little COVID patient there, and well Bob's your well, Bob's your dead uncle now, but yeah, he Problem solved, right? It's funny you say that as a joke, but I really do have an Uncle Bob who died. So, jokes on from you. COVID. Sure. Oh well. No. Sorry, no, Robert. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't from that. But I mean, I don't know. I, I just it was from all that sweet puss that he was getting in the old care home. Eh? Fucking old people. You know, there oh. there was a thing that uh, it was like. STIs were on the rise in old care homes because they yeah. were all they were doing was fucking. Yeah, all they were doing was fucking. That's I it. mean, I I got a it high could, five from them. I mean, the the bad thing is that they decided that hey, we're not going to be use protection, which kind of dumb. But you know, oh, that, that's that's probably not the most immediate thing that's going to kill them. Let's be fair. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say something there, and I I just lost it. I was like, okay, let's let's detour back to what we're <laughs> talking about here. Okay, Cuomo, so yeah. well, no, we weren't talking. Right? That no, wasn't we the whole. No, we weren't. No, but but you know, yeah. Chris, but anyway, Chris Cuomo. Um, I don't. Uh, did you ever see that thing where? Like he he apparently got COVID and he was locked in his basement and he was self isolating and when he came out they did like this big fucking production like this it was like a gender reveal except for a retard <laughs> retard reveal like yeah it's like look 
You're functionally retarded. Yay! You did it. <laughs> yeah. You haven't. You have one less chromosome. <laughs> We're yeah. proud of you, Cuomo. Oh, is that a picture of a horsey? We'll put it on the fridge. <laughs> yes. We're proud of you. But so, yeah, he, he did this whole fucking stage thing where the camera crew came into his house and he, he came out of his basement like a, you know, like a, an, a, an unwanted child locked there and finally freed. And like he, someone who oh, was like trapped in a bunker oh. for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like Brendan Fraser in that fucking <laughs> in that movie where he was trapped in a fallout shelter. And stuff. And yeah. But so, and yeah, there were people that uh, actually seen Chris Cuomo out of his house, like out and about doing stuff while he was supposed to be under quarantine. Of course. Why and they took photos of him. Like, that he like in quarantine. The, the fact that, like, okay, so, you know, I'm, trust me, we're going to get to the food shortages because, well, you know what? I'm sure everyone has noticed that everything's costing a lot more. But this is just a poke, a, a little fucking little, uh, a little. Uh. But the fact that CNN and people take it seriously is mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I, and I've said this before. If you, if any, anyone that is telling you something says. Don't look into it. Just trust me. I'm done. Every single person, like, like, and I've brought this up before. Like, I, you know, I, I watch Jimmy Dore. I think he does fantastic work. Um, me and him don't align politically on everything, but you know, he, he's, he's not grifting. He's not making shit up just for the, you know, just for the, for the clicks. Yeah. You know, uh, like Tim Pool, uh, Viva Fry, um, well, Steven Crowder, and obviously he's he's obviously very he's quite conservative, but it's interesting that me and him ideologically line up on a lot more than what would traditionally where I should kind of align, like you know the yeah. independent <clears throat> kind of thing. But yeah, me too. And I, I, like, me personally, I would consider myself more alt middle. Okay, Doctor Zubin. Yeah. Fucking relax. You <laughs> know, but I don't. Even, what What is alt middle? What What is? What even is that? Did I lose you? No, don't ask me definitions. Well, okay. Fuck. If you're gonna say or something, then you better be able to quote <laughs> it. I'm walking away because I can't handle this shit. Fucking <laughs> alt middle. I'm gonna give you the fucking alt middle right up your ass. <laughs> it's like <laughs> sorry. Um, did you still hear me while I was yelling? I, I did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. Um, there, there are people who want to do away with a two-party system and create new parties. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we can have the same two, you know, the same bullshit. Well, I guess in the U.S., yeah, it's a, it's the uniparty. That's all it is. So you want to create a new unipart? I would look into that definition because I'm pretty sure you don't know. What do you mean I don't? Just call him. Because alt middle 
Okay, that's supposed to be like a kind of like a catchy, like, oh, I'm not alt right, I'm not alt left, I'm alt middle. Okay, so you would be more like like a libertarian kind of thing, not the not the you know not the Justin Trudeau liberal like an act like you know you believe in independence, freedom of choice, you know the right to self preservation, the right to choose your own fate and your own destiny instead of being coerced and forced into doing something that you know is a net negative on your life instead of a positive, where government isn't involved in everything you fucking do where government sticky fingers and you know all this shit isn't in everyone's fucking pie okay well it's saying that like uh in this one in a political world where it seems like that only the most extreme positions are heard so you're right and you're left it's felt that it's time you know that you're it's kind of more the middle right You have more uh, middle standpoints. It's not necessarily like, okay, um, it's not liberal, it's not conservative, it's not it's distant from the extremes. Okay, well, see, but that that's not an extreme position. Like, a libertarian idea is not an extreme, like, that, more or less what was, well, not more or less, that was what the United States was founded on. We're still part of a monarchy where we actually don't really have our own autonomy within Canada. So the, the, a libertarian is one who advocates maximizing individual rights and minimizing the role of the state. One who believes in free will. One who maintains the doctrine of the freedom or of the will, especially in an extreme force or extreme form opposed to necessitarian or to a an, an necessitarian. So you only like a necessitarian would be someone that like actually I don't I, I would assume it'd just be the opposite. Yeah. Oppose someone freedom of the will opposed to yeah, a necessitarian. Let's look at what that actually means. I assume that means that's someone that like has to do with more controlling. One who maintains the doctrine of philosophical necessity in a, in opposition to that of the freedom of the of will. Who the f- what is Century Dictionary, and why is it such dog shit? I don't know. But, yeah, so I guess it's more, uh, one who accepts the doctrine of necessarianism. Okay, an advocate for the doctrine, okay, blah, blah, blah. Alright, in taking this, okay, whatever. Anyways, but that's not an extreme position. So if you look on on like on like uh, like Twitter, Facebook, you know a lot. Of, what the fuck was that? Well, sorry, I was about to try. Well, not this. Okay, maybe not necessarily like just your, your like your liberals and your conservatives, but you have like the alt right and you have the alt left. Like those are the extremes, right? So they're the more alt right and the alt left are, are alt alt right and alt left are very similar in their ideologies. Yes, but they're also more of the extremes. Yeah, where okay, most people are middle of the road. The exactly. overwhelming majority. But yeah, it's the, the the you know, the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. The alt right wants segregation. They think that white people are the superior race and we should be segregating them. 
and you know government and everything is corrupt and helps prop up these inferior races that's like an alt right like extreme alt right alt left is is an, is a as a white like i've said is an alt is as an alt supremacist as a white supremacist with a guilty conscience they still advocate for the same things for segregation they want government intervention to protect uh you know races because they're they're either too dumb or too you know incapable of caring for themselves so the government has to step in every like most people are middle of the road like they do not want you know big government intrusion unless i'm just i'm projecting i okay i'll say i don't want government intrusion i don't like government dictating and you know pulling the levers of an economy to tweak it where they're involved in absolutely anything and everything i'm not okay with that I don't like I've said I don't know why it's government's business to regulate housing markets. That sounds pretty fucking communist to me. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean but I mean like and I and I've brought this up before. And I'm and I start to sound like a, you know, a a communist sympathizer like hey, what we're doing here isn't capitalism anymore. This is is at least crony capitalism if not corporatism full-blown and i would probably lean that this is more a like a corporatism a uh oligarchy uh, you know throw in whatever where the government is now working with and is bolstered by corporations where corporations actually run the country and the government really has no power to protect people from the insidious monopolistic nature of corporations where they have sold out their country, they sold out their own, you know, the, their people that had helped build it. This is why I told, you know, Walmart, you can go fucking die. I don't fucking care. <laughs> because they built their fortunes off the backs of the people that built it. And then they said, oh, well, we can go enslave children in China. Well, we won't because we have ethics. But we'll work with the companies that do that, that do do that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, so they're still so, doing it just in a roundabout way. No, it, it's and I've, it's 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 like our phones, out of sight, out of mind. You don't see the kids mining for the for the cobalt. You don't see the conflicts over these minerals. You don't see the exertion of force from a, a you know a, a potentially adversarial government that our government seems to cozy up to. So it's out of sight, out of mind. You don't see. You know, you hear a once in a once in a while, like you know, an illegal factory in Bangladesh collapses, killing a fuck ton of people. Well, why were there so many people in there? Because it's all about money. The the you know the not the best quality stuff at the best possible price. It's the cheapest quality stuff at the absolute cheapest price, at the expense of other people. I'm I and that's why I I really really refrain from having to purchase things outside of North America that is not manufactured in North America and fuck me it's is hard. that damn near impossible right it's yeah. hard yeah everything you know even if like okay, okay maybe some stuff made in Taiwan but uh, they've start to outsource a lot of people a lot of companies actually divested from China 
and I've started, you know, in like Vietnam, in India, in Bangladesh, you know, all, all, like all these other countries. They start, some places have pulled out of China. But people just, like, it, it's, it's such a, you know, okay, so I guess, th- well, this, I guess this does more or less tie into what we're kind of talking about, because, so I guess we'll, we'll just get into, like, the, the first article here. Yeah. So from, from CTV News is, and it's titled, so the produce industry warns of potential shortages as supply chain issues mount. Uh, so fearing what they describe as a serious threat of shortages of some items in supermarkets, produce organizations in Canada and the U.S. are calling for government assistance to address issues affecting the global supply chain. Okay, so we can. Okay, so what's going on? Joe Bruschi is the general manager of Ontario Greenhouse Vegetable Growers. Blah, blah, he told CTV News that currently there is so much product sitting at ports. Adding that there are ships waiting in the water because there's no room to offload their goods at the receiving ports. Okay, so and we can, we can, you can, like, you know, as always, all the references, everything we talk about, if I, you know, if, I, if I'm able to, I'll, we'll link it in the description. The Chris Cuomo stuff, man, if you're going to look at CNN, if you're going to look at MSNBC, if you're going to look at, the, you know, any of the mainstream stuff, you're, just, you're not going to find it. They never talked about it. They never, you know, even like this whole Russia collusion thing. They just hit it. Everyone still thinks that Russia collusion and Trump was a thing. It's totally not. It was completely debunked. People are going to jail. They are being charged because of it. Because of the absolute lie. But, so... Hey, so, hold on. Anyways. So, what? it's saying that there's so much product and it's sitting at the, pro- at the ports because there's no room to offload yep. it. So, that wouldn't signify... That signify to me that there is a produce shortage. It's just like they're just letting it go bad. They're letting it sit there and go bad. Yeah, because there's not enough people to offload the ships because of COVID policies. So this is why oh. I always say COVID doesn't didn't do this. It's government's response to it. That's where we're coming into the problem. And now you see. You know, there are businesses that, well, if you don't get the shot, okay, well, then you're fired. Oh, or you have to take a negative test, and it's going to be on your dime. Even though, technically, it's none of your fucking business, but, okay, so we're going we're gonna to play this game? All right, I guess they just, you know, the mass, I, like, and I've said, like, okay, then I want to know everyone's medical history. Do you have any sexually transmitted disease? I post in our Facebook group, hey, if, uh... If you're so, uh, you know, so gung-ho for just giving your private information to everyone, I demand to see everyone's tits. I want to see everyone's dick. Don't actually send me your... No, I'll fuck. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not sexy. Yes, then dick. Give him fuck. <laughs> no, but, you know, you can, you can check out... You send it to my Twitter DMs. How about that? So, the thing is... Okay, so do you, do you actually like privacy? Like, do you, do you fuck with the curtains open? Like, is, is that what you do? Are you one of those kind of people? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Carry on. Oh my. It looks like the neighbors. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> you know, but so a lot of this is, okay, so there's not enough people to get those containers off the ships. And now there's not enough because there's not enough trucks to get those containers out of the ports. 
it ends up sitting there, which creates a backlog. A massive backlog. See, and that's just sad on multiple levels. I mean, for one, you have people who don't have jobs. Two, you have stores that are ordering food and they're not getting it. So now in turn, because there's not enough people to unload these products and they're all just sitting there rotting and going to waste, that's a lot of food wastage that I'm pretty sure homeless population and stuff like that could have had. You know what I mean? Like it, it could have gone someplace instead of just rotting and wasting. And then you have people in grocery stores who can't get the food that they need because the food doesn't get there because it wasn't offloaded. And then prices start going up. Ka-ching. That's okay, but so well, well, and there's well, it's supply and demand. If the demand is high, okay, well then the price goes up. But the thing is, we're and I've brought this up and I've said it before. Say it with me. We are experiencing. <laughs> fuck. Uh, are you dying? You have COVID. Stagflation. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck! I wish. Please, I was just about to say it, and then you started freaking coughing like crazy, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, is this is this part of the the bit here? <laughs> no, but okay. Oh. So, yeah. So stagflation. That is what we are dealing with. Nothing is nothing is being produced. We aren't able to buy anything, and people are unemployed. So, um, so Rucci, um, he continued on to say um, that the average time for goods to to be on the water used to be fifteen days, so just over two weeks. But now some items are out for up to sixty days, Jesus. plus the time that it sits at the port. Oh my god. So it could be another two, three days. That's typically about yeah, about two to three days. Those ships are completely emptied and they're in fact they're normally being loaded by the next day and gone. So so and yeah, and he continues with when the product finally comes in, it's going to be on its last legs, if any legs at all. So you're going to have incredible cost increases and half of this stuff will probably be thrown away so we have you know the supplies are taking longer to get here china is having a production uh slowdown because people just aren't buying as much anymore which is you know what good we shouldn't rely on every single other country for us to function and i've Unfortunately, we are not a globalist society that share the same ideas. Just aren't. So, the the ships are taking longer to get their product from where it is to where it needs to be. And then sitting at the ports longer because there are not enough trucks. In fact, there's not enough containers. There are ships that are sending boatloads of containers completely empty. That has never that like I shouldn't say never. That is such a rarity that like it might be like a couple containers, maybe a couple are empty. But oh my no. God. Yeah, sorry. I what? I'm reading in this article too. It's saying especially in the warehouse level, there's 82% of business um that is like labor shortages. Yeah, and well, then people are being laid off. People are, you know, they're told, hey, if you don't have the shot, okay, well, then you're fired or you have to or we have to 
spread things out. Shippings are take shipments are taking longer to produce. And a hundred thousand truck driver shortage. Holy well, shit. and that well, and that that and that's its own can of worms. So and now and then if you look at the next section, it says, well, Canada's growing season is ending. Well, yeah, it ends from about the well, from a well, a lot of our food comes from BC. They stop growing, I believe it's either November or December, and they fire up again, I think, in March. So there's about three months where nothing really is being produced. That's really sad because a lot of that stuff, because it's sitting so long, is just going to waste. What? Oh. Well, there's no trucks to get the stuff, there's no one that in the warehouses that are able to do it. But so, so there's that. Um, so I guess we can look at the next uh, article. So this is from the Trucking Network, and it's saying uh, I, I don't know if we brought necessarily this one up before. No, no, we this is this is about a, truck shortages. Yeah, but so yeah, was, like if uh, you know the barrier to entry is a lot higher. Even in terms of compensation, your compensation is significantly lower for a similar education. Uh, the trade-off, a lot of people aren't interested in it. Because of the narrow operating costs that businesses run at, they can't afford to have someone that doesn't know, like doesn't have the the expertise. It's one thing to it's one thing to just complete a course. It's different when you are no longer being supervised and being trained. There's no graduation program. And this is why I've said, you know, maybe Red Seal certification is the is the way to get out of it. If someone is making, you know, starting wages fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year and it increases and it increases, you know, the longer you are. I know that sounds like a pro union thing, doesn't it? I said I, I I can I don't know I I'm I'm not a fan of unions but I understand I understand the concept them in practice is a little bit of a, a different story to me but I I like to work I like if I don't have something to do and I, I don't know if I've ever brought this up but when I wasn't working for a little while I fell into a bad depression because I didn't have a purpose I didn't know what to do I didn't I didn't like why do I have to get up in the morning. Like, I got the kids ready for school, but it's like, oh, it was a fucking struggle. I didn't want to do anything. Yep. So I need something to do. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, I do nothing. So, uh, yeah, the compensation isn't great. The, the sacrifices that are made for that compensation aren't great. But, you know, and then... Like for, for a lot of companies, like even like, you know, starter businesses, you know, think of like a bakery. Well, a lot of them just start out in their house. Like it's shit that you literally have in your house. An oven, bowls, and your your cooking ingredients. Your you baking, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> but so you know, your barrier to entry is really low. Barrier to entry in the transportation industry is about is about two hundred thousand dollars. If you're wanting least. to, if you're going the owner operator route, not well company guy. Well, why? 
Well, why wouldn't I? I, I the thing is, why wouldn't you? But well, because you know, the, I know the cost is so high. Well, I know, but that's that's the point. Like, yes, because the barrier to entry is so high. The in terms of insurance and regulations that are needed, it prices so many people out. And you either have to get in with a like a you either have to have investors in order to get your company banging, like where you are actually self sustaining, or you wither out and die. So uh, if there's anyone that's looking to invest money in a transportation company, uh, shoot me an email. <clears throat> um, you know, but there, there, and also like you know with. Uh, with the amount of training that's required. Okay, so you need you need more training and there's really there's no change in how much pay you have. So it's it's not really worth it. So, well, I shouldn't I don't know. I, I shouldn't say it's not worth it, but you know, you can't be a bottom rung guy and expect to be making lots of money. You have to move up the chain. Like you can't just be a dry van guy, even a reefer guy. Okay, yeah, like I always like for me, I I haul reefer I, I I I smoke it too. No, I'm just joking. I I can't because I'm federally <laughs> regulated, and if I did, I'd actually be thrown in jail and lose my license. So I actually don't do reefer. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> um, just toke. <laughs> Bong. Okay. Oh boy, that's um <laughs> pretty don't don't humor there. <laughs> <laughs> But so, um, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. What the fuck was I just saying? You were talking about your, your pulling reefer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you move up from there. You know, you're doing flat decks and you're doing overdimensionals and you're doing like hazardous, you know, hazardous goods and, and so on and so on. Before like, that's obviously not crazy fuckers. You can go ice roading. <laughs> well, yeah, you can do that. Well, that's considered like there's a lot of hazard pay in that because, yeah, it is fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. But you know you, yeah. It's just there's there's a lot of saturation in the market. There's a lot of people that do it. So you know you have to move up those rungs, or you have to get contracts with people that are you know that are willing to pay. And instead of just hey oh oh, you know we do the bare bones minimum, and we have really shitty drivers, and we cause accidents over and over and over. You know, looking at you, Transax, but you know I didn't say that. <laughs> you know, but. That's kind of the, or Swift, yeah, yeah, Swift. Sure, wish I finished training. Slow wagon and uh, fast traffic. See what I fuck up today. There we go. <laughs> oh boy. Um, you know, but that's kind of how the industry's gone. And so, uh, so I guess with the next one, like I was. I don't know if people really, you know, this isn't really an, an article, but it's, it's, you know, graphs are sexy. But so it was showing for the consumer price index is up. I, I, I know it says 142.9. But mom, inflation rate, mom. What? I don't remember. Mm. What <laughs> on your graph here? The third or second from the top. Oh, inflation rate, mom. Third inflation rate down. Mm -hmm. 
month over month. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you know, looking at the the consumer price index, it's up a hundred and forty two point nine. So from uh, wow. So just seeing the steady rise. So the inflation rate is sitting at 4.4% right now. And that's 4.4%. I believe that's month over month. Unless I have my my numbers wrong. but And if you look at... Uh, well, actually... Th- like this, this trading economics is a great way to, to, to get a lot of type, uh, different types of information in regards to like money. And yeah. So if you look at uh, money, if you go to M1 money supply, look at that fucking climb. Can you see that? No. What do you mean the M1 money supply? So if you on the right, you'll see it has like markets, GDP, labor, prices, health, money. Click on money, and then you'll go money supply M1. Oh. Oh. And you just see a massive spike. Well, it's not it, it's not a spike, it's it's a pretty fucking steep uh incline though. Yeah. And this is this is just money that is being printed. This is the amount of money that's available in the country. Oh. So if you look at the consumer price index, holy shit, it, it almost like matches it exactly. Yeah, the more money that is in the market, the less valuable that money is. So if you're only if you're making, you know, that remember that $15 an hour minimum wage that, uh, you know, everyone gets a fucking hard on for. <laughs> this is the same type of shit that happens. So, OK, you make $15 an hour, but now everything has to meet that $15 minimum. And naturally, everything's going to go up because I tell you, the executives, all the upper management people, they're not taking a pay cut. They're not. Unless the government steps in. But, you know, at that point, we might as well just call ourselves China. If the government has to regulate every single point of a company, what's the point of being a fucking company? I'm sure freaking Trudeau would love that. Probably gives them a little... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, he he said he loves how, uh, how, how China is able to pivot their economy so fast. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you see, everything's going up. Stuff isn't getting there. People are buying more shit online because, well, they have nothing to do. So, they try to fill that void with buying useless shit. Instead of, you know, starting producing it yourself. Like, you and me, we talked. Like, at our property, we are planting apple trees. We are going to be planting fruits and planting you know bushes like berry bushes and stuff all things that are are native to manitoba so that we we're not introducing a potentially invasive species so you know no offense no offense to like oak and and poplar and and, you know and maple but fuck you you don't give me food (laughs) so well i mean maple if we would actually like tap them you know you could get maple out of it which could produce money plus it's maple but we don't have any trees i wanted a maple tree i'm not gonna lie 
Well, here's another thing. The Canadian government regulates the price of maple. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. What yeah, else so we now? control the market. Yeah, we control the market for maple. It's so fucking... But so... You know, like, that's that's what... Like, that's what we're doing. We're planting trees, and it's so interesting how in, like, in this... in Like, in, in cities, why don't we have, like... Fruit bearing trees everywhere. Do you know how great that would be? Like, honestly, like, okay, just thinking about that, I honestly just got like this, like, beautiful vision in my head. Even if we had like fruit trees and stuff like that in planters downtown or whatever, just everywhere, could you like that would help at least feed homeless people? Well, okay, we're not feeding the homeless, they're freeloaders, they're not entitled to everyone else's work. Because they're freeloaders. Okay, so no, homeless are not allowed to eat the fruit. Well, maybe maybe they can be the ones taking care of it, you know? Hey, maybe. All right, then you're, you're entitled to two apples. All right. Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> I so let's just, see, let's I see just saved world hunger. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if... So I'm looking at food inflation. It's and this is month over month. October, November, December, January. Yeah, so it's and it's just going up. July, August, I assume this is September. It's up nearly four percent. Yeah, the the food one that it's pretty crazy because you see like it starts out last October at like two point three. And then it yeah. kind of goes down a bit, and then it up, and then down, up, down, up, down, and now it's like skyrocketing up. It's okay, been- but so so that number, it's like when you see two point three and then one point nine, it's not like the price has gone down; it's increased. So from October, say to January, it's gone up two point three plus one point nine plus one point one plus one. So it's actually gone up three, five point five, six point five percent. Yeah. That's what that actually is showing. And then one point eight, one point eight, zero point nine. So that is on top of what the price already was. Awesome. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's but so you know, I, I I would love to have something like that. Like, yeah, apple trees, you know, they take time to grow, but it's, a, it's an apple tree. Come on. You know, I, I would I would much rather have something like that where the, you know, the the streets have apple trees and, oh, you better be careful. It's, you know, it's uh, October. Mm, careful. There's going to be apples falling everywhere. It's like, what See, the? That's, right? That's what I just don't understand. Like, why don't you walk down in neighborhoods or you know, down streets and stuff like that. Why don't they have, you know, fruit trees and stuff? Why? It's it's like cloudy with a chance of fruit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do you know how convenient that would be? Well, of course, that's the problem. It'd be too convenient. It takes away from the money from whoever's making the money off of them getting apples from wherever the fuck they get it from. Like, you'd be able just to go outside and be like, oh, I want to make some apple pie today. Okay, I'm just going to go pick a few apples and carry on my day. See, I I the I could see that the with the issue being like, hey, s- well, someone could poison the apples. 
Okay, well, I guess. But then shoot that person. <laughs> Fucking kill him. Okay. Like, okay. Like I, I don't know, I don't get it. Just okay. Clearly, they're a fucking piece of shit human being. Like, you think we don't have enough in this world? I'm sure we could use one less. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I, I, I would like that. Like, you're driving down the road and you just yank off an apple and carry on. I don't know. I just, I just wonder if people are 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 too cynical and would just like destroy it or, or I'm like, I, I don't know. I, well, there are a lot of the assholes out there, so that wouldn't really surprise me. Yeah, maybe, but what's okay. So what's the worst that happens? They destroy an apple tree. Okay. plant a fucking new one. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why that's not like a national thing, and like maybe the you know the the trees in the cities or or wherever, they're like a protected thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, these like, I mean, I wonder if it's more like you have to kind of change, like you have to change people's mentalities. Like, hey, you might not use this, but this is for all of us to use. It's like a park. The 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 trees, the apples, and whatever the peach trees, you know, whatever. What if you had like neighborhoods that were you know, specific to one type of fruit. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, hey, we have to go down to whatever, St. James and all oh, those those peaches from St. James. God, do they smell good. Or like... The T-Town oranges. Know. Yeah. 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 They'd, they'd probably be really sh- slutty, but they taste <laughs> good, I guess. Their skin falls off really easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, sh- you know, so, I don't know. I, I thought I think that'd be like a, a cool little thing, or you know, like the whole uh like with with grass. Like I can't remember who I was hearing talk about it, but they were saying something like, like in North America, you have so much unused land. Like the you know, uh, someone that has like a bigger property that the that their yard is just grass. They say like that is so like that that is such a a show of I don't know if it's of dependence. Like you are like if you just have a big yard and just grass everywhere, you you are literally unsustainable. Like you cannot you are non you are not self sufficient. You have a nice big yard, but okay, cool. You gonna eat that grass? Yes, I make really good hey, grass not. smoothies. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll but I, I don't pine know. cones in there too. Oh, so good. Actually, back in high school, they used to call me the pine cone stuffer. Um, why? Mm-hmm. I can't talk about that here. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, but so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's that's kind of the moves I'm making. We're making like you know having those fruits on our on our property so that we can you know we're not so reliant on everything else. Like I've there are reports like uh you know there's big snowstorms that are happening right now, and I know they're supposed to be letting up you know soon, but well, and rivers in Winnipeg, well they're gonna 
they know. They know. We got so much freaking snow today. It's not even funny. Like our our driveway alone has probably close to uh, eight inches, I'd say, easily. And oh. uh, our snowblower is not working at the moment. <laughs> Fun time. Oh, why not? I don't know. I don't know. I just can't get it to start. And then the wrong um, oil was put into it. So. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. So it's got to be drained now. <laughs> well, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, you know, but what normally happens? People lose their power. Okay. Well, you, you don't have a way of heating your own home because you're not allowed to. You know, because insurance fucking spikes if you have a, a wood-burning stove in your home. Even though it's it's a backup. It, it Like, literally people that are out in the country, like, like we are, that's a safety feature. That's to stop us from dying. But, yeah. One would think, I mean, I, I don't really know personally how much more a wood stove um, would be more dangerous than space heaters, personally. I mean, either one of them you leave unattended could potentially cause a fire. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't don't know. I just, uh, you know, if, like, hey, people, when you you go shopping, buy extra, you know, buy dried stuff, like that's, like Kim does does the shopping for us and i tell her all the time hey when you go shopping just grab a couple extra cans you don't need to go like you know toilet paper crazy you know like the whole no there's no toilet paper just grab grab like four or five extra cans of something yeah don't worry we have like our whole room in the basement's full of toilet paper we're good oh thank god I literally had to like run to the corner store the other day just to pick up toilet paper because we ran out. That's how much I hoard toilet yeah. paper. Yeah. Well, and hey, you know, what are you going to eat when when the stores are empty? Like I was, I was in a in a truck stop today. They had nothing. Nothing. They didn't have. They didn't have. There was like shelves were empty. Like no food at all they had like pre-packaged like you know like chips and shit normally they have like a like counters that have like you know fresh made food or like sandwiches or salads or whatever nothing well that's lame there none of their coffee machines were working so you couldn't get cream and i know all first world problems but you know, when the little stuff is missing, you got problems. And it's stuff. <laughs> well, and it, it's not it's not crazy, you know, crazy unique things. It's cream. Yeah. You know, instead of you know us having to you know have farmers like follow their fields and dump all their milk, why couldn't that be brought to food banks? And I understand the right. oh someone has to someone has to pay for it. Okay, well donate it and make it a fucking tax write off. See, but that's the thing. Like I remember asking about that too, and it was always okay. Well, you would have to have the farmers agree to that, which most farmers would because they would rather see their food go to somebody, anybody, than for it to go to waste. 
Two, then you would have to convince a truck driver to come pick it up on his own time and then take it to the place. And you'd have to have somebody distribute it, package it and stuff like that. All of these things being done out of their own pockets. So I can understand once it was explained to me by a farmer, why it was when COVID hit that the the farmers were destroying their fields and unfortunately animals had to get put down and stuff like that. Like it, it makes, it made sense. It's still extremely sad. Like I know that there was a couple farmers, potato farmers that took a bunch of their potatoes into the local town and literally just opened it up and said, take me like free. And people were coming and taking it because they would rather see it being used than to go to waste. Any farmer would. But when well, you're I'm stuck saying, hands but, tied, that's the hard well, part. But, well, but I'm saying like, if it was, say it was like a tax write-off. Like, hey, this could go to, you know, food banks. And I understand that they're, well, you know, the milk has to be pasteurized. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of links in that chain. Yes. That all have to agree to it. And I get that. And maybe it's just, yeah, it's just, it's easier and a lot of farmers aren't working on a, you know, a, a massive surplus. In fact, a lot of them are on a very narrow uh, profit margin. Well, so, see, and that's why it is so hard on the farmers. Like all that stuff, it's not hard on the consumers or the, well, I guess somewhat on the consumers, but it's not hard on the business people, the, the people who are actually shipping these things and the, your, your governments and stuff. It's not hard on them. It was extremely hard on the, on the farmers to watch all of their work that they just had to like dispose of and know yeah. that this food could go to somebody, but how are they going to get it there? They don't have the means to actually get it to places to give it to people. And any farmer would much prefer it going to soup kitchens and stuff like that. But well, again, you got to pay for your workers to do it, or you have to convince your workers to do the shit for free. And just because a farmer has a good heart and can see that, hey, this would be much better this way, how many people do you know that would work for free? No one. Yeah. Which is, it's really sad. It really is. Like, the government so, should have put something in play then to just help unload this I, stuff. No, no. The, the thing is, they, I don't think, like, okay, the first two weeks, we didn't know what we were dealing with. If we were actually being honest and with the more and more information that has come out, unfortunately, COVID is with us to stay. You're going to get it. We're all going to get it. It's not going to go away. It is something that we are going to have to live with. But if living with it means this, then no. No, then we've, we've dropped the ball Big time. It was not like this with H1N1, which was considered severely worse. I was, I was delivering H1N1 kits when H1N1 started. Oh wow! I was really? delivering the vaccination kits. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember. I was at at one place. I was at a, on a reservation, and so the the kit had to go to, or the kits had to go to uh, to the. Uh, to the band office. And so as I'm unloading it, this lady walks up to me and she goes, oh, are those the H1 kits? <laughs> right oh next gosh. to me. I'm like, are you fucking serious? But I just... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, they are. 
but but so I guess okay. So I guess we'll we'll, we'll finish up so this with this with this uh, article from the Financial Post, and it's titled "So More Canadians Are Feeling Pessimistic About the Economy with Confidence Sliding for Third Straight Week." And so this was done back in September. So okay, so we're we're you know this this is the close early letter, the most recent thing that I was actually able to find. But so this little this little point here. The share of Canadians who see the economy strengthening over the next six months fell to 35% last week. So this is, you know, September 1st, down from 54% at the beginning of July. So it was at 55. Now it's down to 35, that the economy is going to be getting better. Questions around personal finance and real estate have also shown a declining trend in recent weeks. The good news that household sentiment is still at high levels. The confidence index is about 10% above its historical average. <coughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I really think buy an extra couple cans, buy some beans. You know, just protect yourself. Really, just protect yourself. I think that's really all I could say is, hey, if, like, you know, and and the and the the fruit trees that we're growing, they're from this, like, they're from the apples we bought in the store. Yep. They have seeds in them. What? You shut your mouth. Yeah. There's a, a guy on YouTube that I've been uh, watching, and that's like that's literally what he does. He'll show you how to produce the fruit from the plants that you get from the store. Yeah, it's or, pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. So he, okay, it might not be the the absolute the the greatest, and it's not. I don't know, whatever. But hey, I would rather take a an a so so apple. Over no apple when I'm hungry. Yep. Call me crazy. Crazy. But oh fuck. But so <laughs> yeah, just buy buy an extra couple cans. Like you know, an extra I, I, like, couple. Let's not go crazy here, people. Yeah, Save some for your neighbors. Well, or how about work with your neighbors? How about how about we bring our our communities back? How about we work together? How about we we can actually rely on our on on each other? I'm I'm nice. cool with that. Yeah, I would. You know, and I, that that was kind of partly the reason. Like, hey, if we plant those apple trees, okay, well, our neighbors, our community has has you know fruit now. Yeah, I can tell you for one, like, we have phenomenal neighbors, and we got yeah. very lucky and. They are people that we hundred percent would bat for and help out in if they needed it hundred percent. Yeah. So you know, yeah. Go to the store and buy some fucking canned vegetables. Worst case is they sit there and you find a recipe in a you know in a couple months. Okay, cool. Or they just sit there and they do nothing. Like that's what we do. We just buy a couple canned things and then they sit in our basement. I don't know. It okay. It's an, a, what we end up spending what an extra like ten bucks every what two weeks on a couple can things, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, so 10 bucks over the course of six months. Okay, well, now you have a, a couple cans of food or a couple dozen cans of food that, okay, you don't have to worry about in the event that something happens, especially being outside the city. We lose power. That happens. It it's did. not the, yeah, it's not the first time we've lost power, and it's definitely not the last time we've lost power. It'll happen again and again. Yeah, that one time was scary. So, <laughs> yeah. Can you remember how long we were going uh, before we, we had our good friends come rescue us? <laughs> it was, yeah. We were freezing in their house and trying to keep us warm and the dogs warm. Like It was in the winter. It was horrible. But yeah. it was hours and hours and hours. <laughs> but, you know, trying to have those kind of that fail-safe system, like a, a generator or like I said, I'm, I'm looking at trying to find a, a wood stove that we can put in the house. That in the event that we lose power, at least we have heat. So, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, who wants to tweak my nipples? I do. You're okay. so far right. away, though. Yep. Yes, I am. You can't reach them from here. Just hold on. <laughs> Just press them up against the mic, and I'll try to like Freddy Cougar my hand through it, and and you know, come to a little twist. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I'll leave. I'll leave the knives at home. I'll just, I'll just use my hand. Okay, yeah, no. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. Um. Uh, you know, hit the like button, subscribe to us, share it with your friends and family. Share. If, uh, if you enjoyed it, share it with your enemies too. I don't even give a shit. Just share us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess, uh, what everyone have a, a, a great weekend and, uh, hope you, you took your time for uh, remembrance day. Yes. If not, well, you're a piece of shit. So <laughs> yes. And anybody who lives in, I don't know what the rest of Manitoba looks like, but anyone in and around Winnipeg or the outskirts drive safe tomorrow roads are hell. So I know this is our, our first snowfall of the year. We got kind of spoiled a bit and it was a Tuesday. There, there was no little, you know, dandruffy draping, little, a little sprinkle. Nay, nay. It was like a foot of snow. So yeah, just be careful. Drive safe. Stay safe. Yeah, have, it looks like that's not not supposed to let up till about Sunday. So, uh, all right. yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, you guys have fun. Have a fantastic weekend, and thank you for you know checking us out and hearing what we got to say. Bye, guys. Bye, Kimberly. Bye, Tyler. <laughs>